Word broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dikewood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyanukokraba. Now on today's message. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah! You know what? I am so excited because today is a special day. If you don't know, we are celebrating our father today. I want you to clap once again for the father of the entire UD and the UO. Our own father, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. Our daddy, Bishop Dougie Wabills. Make some noise. Hallelujah! How many are happy? How many are happy that we have such a great man of God as our Father? Let me read a scripture. First Corinthians 4.15 Don't sit down yet. We are going to make some powerful confessions. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 hmm. It says that For though you have ten thousand instructors. Some of them are at your workplace. Some of them are in your school. Some of them in your family. Ten thousand instructors. Some of them are in church. You know. In Christ yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, Paul was saying, I have begotten you through the gospel. And so in Christ we don't have many fathers. You may have maybe one or two or three. Somebody who has, through the gospel, brought you forth to a level. And truth be told, our father, who is the father of the ministry that we are all in, Bishop Dag, is worth celebrating. And today, that's why we are here. I said, that's why we are here. And so today is loaded. We are going to have a wonderful time. There will be no school there will be no school. We just want to be in His presence and be happy. Hallelujah. So please, just say this after me. Make a confession for breaking family curses and bondage. This is from one of Prophet Dag's books. Name it, claim it. And in honoring him, we are declaring this by faith for your family. Say after me. I have a new family in Christ. I belong to a heavenly family. I declare boldly that ancestral and familiar curses have no hold over my life in the name of Jesus. I believe that Christ has set me free and I'm free indeed. I am free from the oppression of the devil that comes through my family. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that I have freedom from family vices like drunkenness, 
immorality, infidelity. I am free from the spirit of poverty. That is in my family. I have victory over the spirit of polygamy, quarrelsomeness, and backwardness. I have victory over the spirit of polygamy, quarrelsomeness, and backwardness. The curse of family diseases is broken in my life. In the name of Jesus, I am no longer subject to hypertension, sickle cell disease, asthma, heart attacks. In the name of Jesus, every mental disease and depression in my family has no effect on me whatsoever. I distance myself from witchcraft power, occult spells, and enchantments that are over the young people in my family. I declare and decree by faith in the name of Jesus that although 1,000 people in my family may be under the curse of infirmity and poverty, Christ has set me free from that curse, from that road, in the name of Jesus. I break myself free from every family habit and family attitude. That is wrong. I have the right attitude in the name of Jesus. I am not cantankerous. I am not quarrelsome. I don't behave like a witch. I have a sweet spirit, a gentle disposition. I am a nice person. 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 In the name of Jesus. Tribal curses. As far back as 10 generations. Have no power over my life. From today. In the name of Jesus. National curses of poverty. National curses of difficulty. Continental curses of poverty. And backwardness. Have no effect on me. I cannot be suppressed. God has made me the head in my family. My brothers and sisters are seeing that God has called me. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that my future is bright. I have become a creator of wealth. I am not an Enoch. I have descendants after me. I am plenteous with goods. And my goods shall pass on to the generations that come after me. My household is planted by the rivers of water. I believe with all my heart that what I am declaring and what I am decreeing is happening practically in the name of Jesus. I belong to a winning family. The family of God. I am far from the wickedness and oppression of Satan. My household and I are serving the Lord. We shall live long. We shall prosper. We shall have no lack. I belong to a progressive family. I declare in the name of Jesus that we are going forward. My family and I are going forward. I reject outright discouragement, disgrace, despair in the name of Jesus. These things are no longer a part of my family. 
the blood of Jesus joins me to a better family. Because of the blood, I have a new name and a new family. I am free from the curse of chronic diseases in my family. I have overcome the curse of hatred in my family. I am free from the curse of my ancestors. I am free from the curse of idolatry. I am free from the curse of starting and not finishing. Financial bondages are broken in my life. In the name of Jesus, I am not afraid of anybody in my lifetime. I am not afraid of anyone in my hometown. There is no spell, enchantment, or power that has power over me. Who is it that says a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord commands it not? Anyone in my village who cast a spell against my life, against my family, will be extinguished and overruled immediately in the name of Jesus. Finally, I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that a witch cannot fly over my house, over my life, over my family, over my business anymore in the name of Jesus. If any witch attempts to fly, it will never fly again. It will be stuck. I say it will never fly again. It will be stuck. Witchcraft powers in my hometown are afraid of me. They know that I am covered with the blood of Jesus. They know that I have protection. Because of the blood, destruction will pass over me. I will never be harmed in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and thank God. Speak in tongues and thank in You may be watching us uh, through any of the social media handles. Uh, I want you to invite somebody, share the link, uh, and enjoy the service today. Today's service is going to be awesome. We have the first service, we have the second service, and in the evening we have an anointing service. Don't miss any of this. As we honor our Father, the prophet, in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, precious Holy Spirit, have your way and bring us into all truth. In Jesus' mighty name, and somebody who is ready to receive a miracle, shout your loudest, Amen. God bless you. Sit on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. And look once again to your neighbor right or left and tell the person you are welcome to church. If you are watching us at home, I believe that you are watching with somebody. And I am trusting that your lives will never remain the same. Today is a pack of beautiful things. I am just sharing for a short time, actually less than 15 minutes. And then we are going to watch a documentary about our prophet. And then we'll just be ending with ministrations from the wide church and then one or two ministrations. And then by 10, we are done. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, have you been enjoying the teachings? Hallelujah. What did your neighbor say? 
Is it powerful? So today I'm bringing this particular message. I'll still be continuing on honoring, but I'm bringing the levels of honor to an end today. And we'll be looking at so far six points. I want us to go through quickly. Can it be shown on the screen as I actually put it? The first level of honor, and for some time I've been sharing with us that honor is to people that are due. So Reverend Gabby said it right. And you'll be an deserve honor from you. There are some people, they do not really, really deserve the honor because they are, they don't, you don't owe their lives to them. Amen. You don't what? Owe their life, your life to them. Yes. You know, Apostle Paul told Onesimus that I want you to show your servant. I think Philemon chapter 1 verse 19. You know, Philemon. I just want, maybe I think it's a nice story to look at. Quickly. Philemon chapter 1. You have been slow. Those who are operating, very, very slow. Yeah? We need very, 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 yeah. It's a a quick story that I want us to just grasp something. Sometimes you are working with somebody and the person may even be an employee, um, somebody that's in the secular world, lower than you. It can be a servant. It can be somebody that you knew in time past that something wasn't too right about the person. And then you find yourself in church. What do you do? How do you still relate with the person? It can be somebody who owes you and the person is in church with you. How do you, how do you relate with the person? Are you understanding that? So in this story, here was this gentleman who was like a slave to this other man. And then unfortunately, something had happened. And Paul had to come in. So Bible says that I, Paul, have written it with my own hand. I will repay it. I'm talking about honor. Albeit, I do not say to thee how thou owest unto me even, or I said from verse 1. I'm reading from verse 1. Verse 1. I want us to get the environment of what I'm saying. Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and Timothy, our brother, unto Philemon, our dearly beloved, and fellow laborer. Okay? And then verse 2. And to our beloved Aphia and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in thy house. In Philemon's house. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh Uh-huh. Quickly. I thank my God making mention of thee always in my prayers. That's fine. The Bible says, hearing of thy love and faith which thou hast toward the Lord Jesus and toward all saints. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. This verse is saying that you must always say good things about yourself. Amen. Verse 7. So Paul has written this to Philemon. For we have great joy 
and consolation in thy love because the bowels of the saints are refreshed by thee brother verse 8 yet for love's sake I rather beseech yet wherefore though I might be much bold in Christ to enjoy thee that which is convenient convenient next verse yet for love's sake I rather beseech thee being such an one as Paul the aged at the time Paul was quite old and and Paul didn't grow that old I think he died at the age of 58 or so and now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ uh huh he died 58 was not married so he can stay unmarried I beseech thee for my son Onesimus so now Onesimus was a slave to Philemon and then Paul saw him also as a son he said which I have begotten like I said in 1 Corinthians 15 you may have many instructors but few fathers so he said which I have begotten in my bonds whilst I was in prison that was when I preached to Onesimus and Onesimus gave his life to Christ which in time past was to thee unprofitable but now profitable to thee and to me so there comes a time that this person that you are with you can say oh he has actually spoiled my life I took him in and he stole all my things I know of a lady who um, employed a young man in a country somewhere and then this young man was trusted so much that this woman allowed the young man who was staying with them to come have access to their room trusted then one time he started sending the young man to take money to the bank if I say you see Kemwa if I say for 5,000 Ghana cities called bank money you see then the next time for 10 Ghana 10,000 the next time for 15,000 the next time for 20,000 all this while almost one year the gentleman was faithful and anytime he's going to the bank the lady will call the bankers that this person is bringing money so it had got to the point where we're trusting so much that she gave this young man one day an amount of a huge amount let's say about 120,000 Ghana cities and it's and all this thing all the while when he's sending the young man the young man would not know how much to take it to the bank then he called the bank that the young man is coming a bank that was from their home let's say about 15 minutes transport drive for 30 minutes the gentleman was not there 40 minutes 1 hour 2 hours 3 hours fast forward the guy vanished vanished the name starts with K the guy's name starts with K it went into the woman because that was her business that was her money and she just from that time she couldn't trust sometimes when you see someone who is it's because of what the person has been through it's before one trust you know am I preaching so he look the woman said if I can get this guy I will arrest him but thank God she didn't get him so in this case whom I have sent again that therefore 
of you, would you receive somebody who has done something against you? Are you in tandem with me or you are faster than me? Twelve. Would you receive him? Twelve. Whom I have sent again, thou therefore receive him. That is my own vows. Why are you about receive him? Because he is my son. The Bible scriptures, oh dino, oh dino, receive Onesimus, receive him, receive him. That's why today one of the reasons why I am sharing this is because we are we are serving, we are serving a God who forgives. And number two, we have a father, Bishop Doug, who is like this. Yeah, even bishops today, some bishops who are bishops, who when they were younger or some years ago left this church. And when they went and their mind came back or they came to themselves, they had to come back and say, Daddy, please forgive. And Daddy received them back. I'm telling you, how many, how many men of God are like that in the world today? We are honoring somebody who is just like Jesus, I'm telling you. I am, you are not saying amen. You, you see, you are not like that. You are not like that. It's not easy to accept someone who has done something that I hurt you. And some of these people, you see them preaching powerfully, but I don't know their story. That they were once like Onesimus, but Ephilimon received them back. That's the, that's the man we are celebrating today. That's the man we are celebrating today. That's the man we are celebrating today. Clap, clap your hands for this gift. That's the man we are celebrating. I, 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 I am teaching you something. Oh. I'm teaching you something. We are not just following a man of God. We are following a type of man of God. Yes, and I'm showing you this dimension that is not recorded anywhere, but he is a type of person, a father like Paul, who would say, let this person come. Like Philemon, who would accept to say, okay, Onesimus, come back. Yes. Look at it, the next verse. And then, Bible says that, whom I would have retained with me, so Paul is speaking to Philemon, whom I would have retained with me, that in thy stead, he might have ministered unto me in the bonds of the gospel. So if you if you don't take care, I will replace you with him. But I did not replace you with him. So uh, he, he was trying to correct his mind. Whom I would have retained with me that in your stead he might have ministered to me. He's, he, you know, he's bad or he has been bad. But I'll still like him if I was to choose between you and him. But for some reason I've chosen you. So I want you to know that you have to think correctly. And, and it's a revelation to all of us. When you when when you have been chosen, don't think you are better than somebody. Hey! You see, when you are chosen, don't think you are better than somebody. 
I don't have to think that I'm better than Reverend Talent, Bishop McQueen, or whatever. It is wrong for you to think that you are a better music director, a better dancing star pastor, a better Reverend Minister, a better whatever. No, 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 no. Somebody else could have been there. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor the message is for me. Those who are not telling anybody, I'm suspicious of you. The message is for who? It's for me. In thy stead, in thy stead, I could have let him come. So Bible says, so then I'm sure by then Philemon's mind was correcting. Then the next verse, but without thy mind would I do nothing. That means I always talk to you. That thy benefit should not be as it were of necessity, but willingly. So I'm teaching you all this so that you choose, you decide with your mental faculties that I am to do this because this is the right thing to do. This is what my father in the ministry is telling me to do. There are some things that you may not agree with. But so far as a father has said it, you must flow. If you are at that level, you are somebody who will do well. According to the memories verse today, you will do well. God will esteem you highly. Because daddy says so, I will do. Because mommy says so, I will do. Because my pastor says so, I will do. Because my bishop says so, I will do. If you have not gotten there, there is a problem with you. Because my husband says so, I will do. Because our our prophet says so, all of us who are in the UD, we will do. That should be the way you do. And when you are like that, you have actually given your mind to necessity. Bible says the next verse 15, and Bible says that for perhaps he therefore, so Paul is teaching him something, perhaps he therefore departed for a season that thou shouldest receive him forever. Hey, Bia, near see, near see, in a for a while, you were not flowing with him. So that if he also comes back with a repentant heart, you will receive him this time forever because he would have been a changed person. I wish I could preach there. Maybe, maybe in the evening, I don't know, but yeah, I wish I could preach there. Usually, usually, when something happens and people get separated and they learn their lessons and come back, they even do better. But Philemon didn't know, so Paul was teaching him. That maybe, 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 or perhaps, he therefore departed for a season that you or thou shouldest receive him this time forever. So Paul was teaching Philemon and all of us. Next verse, verse 16. And he says that, not now as a servant, but above a servant, a brother, a beloved brother who is specially to me but how much more unto you both in the flesh and in the Lord obin wait why your mistakes are we are there no i don't back cry men fans up we fans say we Christo soon them say you mu pin start you David, David, David. Yes, that thing. David, David, David. You must be now. Only sister in casa. I saw you them morning in casa. Only sister, no one in casa. 
for the past six years I'm was only in Kasa. Aha. Aha. No, Mika and Akazu assemblies. Ahaya Kakaba. Captain of Salvation in particular. Google location. Ahaya. Ahaya. Because of what the person said, which is true about you, which is true. Bishop 
level of honor. Can we all read it together? Ready? Go. The first level of honor is recognize the one who is due the honor. And which scripture was that? Mark chapter 6 verse 1 to 5. The second, there you go. The second level of honor is to listen to him or her gladly. Scripture? Mark 13, 34, 37. 34 to 37. So those who are saying something, some money drop into your Momo account. Uh, if you believe it, if you believe it, say a better amen. Today's testimonies have not been read because the testimony man was late. Not because we didn't want to read. He's sitting at the back. I've forgiven you. Yes. But it's, it's testimonies to do with financial testimony. And one of it was posted to me. When they post to him, they post to me. It's about Momo. The person, the person said, do you want to hear it? Are you sure you want to hear it? Those who said yes, may you, may you receive the same miracle. Same, same, same miracle. Same, same. I'm talking about same. I said same. He said that this is from Auntie, Auntie D. Usually I told, I told them they should write full names because sometimes people can attack you because of miracle. So Auntie D. I am, I attended PTP, that's prophetic turning point three weeks ago. Prophet Seraph, I don't know if you know Prophet Seraph, but he's a prophet. Prophesied <laughs> that we shall receive a miracle money on our phones. On Sunday evening that week, I saw a notification on my phone. I quickly checked because I was expectant. To my amazement, it was Momo sent by an unknown person. Since Sunday till now, I have tried reaching the person but to no avail. The miracle money is so, so real. I am grateful to God and to the prophet of the house for allowing God to use him. Clap your hands for Jesus. The next point, point level number three, let's say it together. Ready, go. Level number three, second level, third level. Let's say it together. Ready, go. The third level of honor is to change your behavior in compliance to the one you are honoring. And what's the scripture? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 8 and 9. Today we are just giving it to prophets. Okay? So enjoy the time by 10 we are closed and we are gone. Level number 4, please. Let's read it together. Ready, go. The fourth level of honor is to receive the agents, messengers, and delegated servants of the one you are honoring. And what are the scriptures? Luke chapter 20 and Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. Then the fifth level of honor. Can we please say it together? Ready, go. Even in the absence of the one you are honoring, 
Matthew 27, 57 to 61. Even if you are not saying it out of back, I can sense you are not saying it. Yes. Because when I'm here like that, my spirit is just... So you can be looking at me when I look at you, then you try to say It's not a good thing. So say some, because you are also part of the service. Hallelujah. The sixth, the sixth level, already go. The sixth level of honor is to honor with your substance. Scriptures, Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. And then, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. And then today, the seventh level of honor is to honor is to honor the person due honor for eternity. Is to honor the person due honor for eternity. For eternity. Mark chapter 14, verse 7 to 9. I'm just reading. And then as part of my message, we are watching the documentary. It's part of the message. So Mark chapter 14 verse 7 to 9. So listen, this is what prophet has written for us. The scripture says, For ye have the poor with you always, and whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. But me, ye have not always. She has done what she could. She has come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she has done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. Can I have an amen? amen? This seventh stage of honor is an honor that only God can give. Most people are forgotten soon after they die. Only a few people are remembered after they die. Indeed, the memory of most people is erased forever within a few years of their death. Jesus promised this lady, Mary of Magdalene, that she will be remembered forever. And it has happened practically today. She has been written off. She has been spoken of and reminded everybody of the honor she showed Jesus Christ. This woman is better known than most of the disciples. As you serve God, you must seek the honor that comes only from above. Can I have an amen? Can I have a better amen? How long will your church, your ministry last? How long will the effect of your life and your ministry remain upon the earth? Is what you are doing a temporary thing? Three weeks ago or two weeks ago, remember I read First Corinthians 3 and how anything and everything that we do will be subject to fire. God wants you to bear fruit that will last. Pray always that God will touch your fruit so that it will last forever. Without those words spoken by Jesus, this woman would soon have been forgotten. Think about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Each of them wrote a short pamphlet about Jesus Christ. They have been honored because they wrote about Jesus Christ. They are the four top best-selling authors in the world today. Because then, what they wrote was a book. It was a book. But there came a time that people had to put all the books together. If God was to allow the Bible to be revised, maybe he would say, add loyalty and disloyalty. So there would have been a book after Revelation called Loyalty and Disloyalty. So it was like that. Books were written, and then some people had to sit together and then put these books 
as led by the Holy Spirit and then compiled it and became what we call the Bible. Can I have a better amen? So Bible says that, okay, I'm reading and I'll quote the scripture. It is only when God touches your work that your memory remains forever. Pray for the honor that comes from above and you will be honored forever. No man can honor you in this eternal way. You know, in Mark chapter 6, and that's my last verse I'm reading, and then we are just watching this documentary, which is just for 16 minutes. Actually, 16 and a half minutes, and then we are done. And he went out from thence and came into his own country. And his disciples and his disciples follow him. This is Jesus. Verse 2. I'm going out to verse 5. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works? Somebody say mighty works. Say it in a nice way. Say it in a beautiful way. You see, so people were talking about Jesus, who was to be honored, and they were relating it to mighty works. We are going to watch a documentary that will just tell us a little bit of the man that we are following as a father. And by the grace of God, the mighty works that the Lord has used him so far and give us a glimpse of what the Lord is about to use him to do. Can I have a better amen? And this documentary was put together six years ago. But even at that time, that's 2016. Compared to now, so you'll be a mathematician now. At that time, compared to now, and then extrapolate to the next 30 years. Mighty works. Verse 2. From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? Reverend Gabby. So the mighty works is as a result of wisdom. Given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. <gasps> Next verse. Verse 3. Is not this a Ghanaian? Is not this from Accra? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not this somebody that I know in school? Is not this somebody that we all know? That's why sometimes it's difficult for people who have known you to receive you, if you have to be honored. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judah and Simon? Jesus had four brothers. And are not his sisters here? He had two sisters with us. And they were offended at him. They were offended at him. Why should they be offended at him? Because of the many works. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor. Every prophet is honored. But in his own country where people know him, among his own kin and his own house, they don't honor him. So a prophet is usually honored. That's why even in this church, when we have people who visit us, you see how we easily receive them. 
but we don't receive our own. And that's the mistake of life. That sometimes, you treat your wife anyhow, but you receive other wifely objects better. Brothers, put your hand on your forehead and say, Mercy Lord. You see sisters who receive their bosses well, but their own husbands. Not only receive their bosses, but they receive the wealth. They receive the real, the world well. That's why they do makeups. That's why they, they do their hair in a nice way. When they get home, they put their hair and then throw it away. Those sisters, they are not in our church. They are, they are in other churches. Husbands don't honor wives. Wives don't honor the way we should. Is this not my this day? Is this not my daughter? Even we don't honor our pastors. Most of you don't honor me. Because now you are used to my face. When I came, don't, let, don't say, oh, when I came, let me preach. When I came two years ago, when I say all night, everybody comes. When I say all night, not everybody comes. Yeah. Oh, your experience, sir. When you see people doing that, say, hmm, go for it. Let me give myself time. And it is true. Some of you, you, these days, you don't come for all night when I say all night. Because you know me. You, you flow with me. It's familiarity. The familiarity is what causes a lot of people not to be blessed. Look at your neighbor and tell neighbor, today's message is very good for you. Next verse. The last verse. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. So where they did not receive him, he couldn't do much mighty work. But when they received him, he did mighty work. Verse 55. Say the Holy Spirit. And ran through that whole region, ran about, and began to carry about in beds those that were sick, where they heard he was. So this same Jesus, where he went, that was his own family, his place, people did not receive him. But when he went to another place, people didn't know him. Common men who didn't know him were actually attracted to him. Look at verse 50. Something says you should see that one. Verse 50. Look at 50. 50. Quickly. For they all saw him and were troubled and immediately he talked with them, saith unto them, be of good cheer, just I be not afraid. Uh Uh-huh. 51. You know. 51. I don't have to say 51. I just, you have to go. Okay. Ah. And he went up into the ship and the wind ceased and they were so amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves for their heart was hardened. So, these were people that were seeing Jesus, now that Jesus had manifested himself even as a ghost to them. Verse 53. And when they had passed over, they came into the land of Genesaret and drew to the shore. And when they were come out of the ship, straight away they knew him. And ran through that whole region, ran about and began to carry about in beds, those that were sick, where they heard he was. So 
people were looking for this man to honor. That's why when you watch the healing Jesus crusades that are going on, you see hundreds of thousands, crowds, crowds, crowds that are gathering to just come and meet this man of God. Because of your whole world. you say, hey, Grand Marabu, by Onwani Fiel. So that your program will have Next verse, verse 56. And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch, if it were, by the border of his garment. Just please, Jesus! You see, People were lying sick. Jesus! People were screaming just to touch Jesus. But some people, when he got who is he? Who is he? And the last verse. Then came together unto him the Pharisees, a certain of the scribes, which came from Jerusalem. They were coming to now say nonsense. So, in honor of our prophet, I want, I'm, I'm sharing all this to let prophet that be. It's not a one day thing. So, people, you see words say, Yes, soon now, the emphasis are yes, soon. But yes, soon, yes, soon. You didn't say yes, soon, yes, soon. You didn't need the the appropriate due. Hallelujah. Am I boring you? If I'm boring you, go to another church. Oh yeah, yeah. Go, go to another church. Go. There are many churches around, all over. Cry and don't come here again. Because this is a type of teaching. Yes, I'm, I'm being honest with you. And if God had destined that this should be your church, if you go to another place, realize that you don't, you'll not be happy. So, Jawarie, Nakoyafo, Frona, and yes, I'm wearing this. I'm going to say, we need Jitta. Because the original person you have to marry, and that's where they need to go. So just school, this is school. How much study? How much study? How high are you? Do now join our corner school. I was waiting, but you can't come back to the school. So are you ready to, as part of my message, to watch this documentary? I want us with Jesus, joy, and a clap. Let's welcome a Doug Hewitt Mills is a dynamic healing evangelist, apostle, an unparalleled pastor, prophet, and teacher of the Word of God. He is a man God is using to impact the entire body of Christ on every continent. His teachings and his books demonstrate God's power and truth at work in his own life and in the lives of others. The son of a successful Ghanaian lawyer and a remarkable Swiss lady, Dag, whose name means brightness, met the Lord in a Chimota school in the 1970s. 
since then, his intense love for God has consistently unfolded for several decades, now with no end in sight. admission to medical school in Ghana having obtained one of the highest grades in the entire country. Halfway through his seven-year university education, the Lord led him to start a church. After God placed upon him the anointing to teach, he began holding meetings in a classroom on campus that accommodated just a handful of people. This group later became known as the Lighthouse Chapel International, founded by Daguid Mills, while studying medicine at the Kolibu Teaching Hospital in Accra, Ghana. The unstoppable church grew steadily and kept occupying larger and larger halls until he purchased an old cinema in the city of Accra, where the church had its headquarters for many years. In this auditorium, several global church leaders like Dr. David Yonggi Cho and Datuk Prince Gunaraknam visited the Lighthouse Chapel International. Explosive church growth under the heavily anointed doctor turned pastor, coupled with fierce resistance from the local community in which the church was situated, caused finally in 2006 Bishop Dad to commission the construction of one of the largest church complexes in Africa. Now, attendance during his services at this award-winning auditorium have exceeded its capacity. The Lighthouse Chapel International today has over 2,000 thriving churches spread all over the globe on each continent and in over 70 different countries. Bishop Daguid Mills presides over the denomination which has groomed and consecrated 35 bishops globally and three Episcopal sisters and has well over 2,000 pastors. It is the largest charismatic church in Ghana and one of the fastest growing in the world. He also founded the First Love Church, a denomination of fast-growing churches in tertiary institutions. Currently, the First Love Church has almost 250 branches. While sin and evil are so rampant in the world today, it is so exciting to see God using this great man of God raise up an army of young people who will serve our Lord Jesus Christ and stand up for holiness and righteousness. The sheer size of Daguid Mills' calling to win the lost at any cost in every corner of the world compelled him to give much attention to training helpers in ministry. 
He has a sterling anointing to train ordinary Christians to become fearless ministers of the gospel. He began holding camp meetings during which he spends long hours teaching and training his sheep to become shepherds. The results are staggering. Many now have large congregations and are doing exploits in the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. also founded the Anakazo Bible and Ministry Training Center, ABMTC, in 1996 to train young men and women for ministry. This full-time institution has graduated thousands who are now active in ministry. Today, there are students on two campuses, Koligono and Mampong, and students come from the West Indies, Fiji, many African countries, Asia, etc. The breathtaking ABMTC Mampong campus is the largest private tertiary institution in Ghana. Since its opening in October 2015, over 350 students have enrolled from over 20 different countries. Another remarkable aspect of Daghuad Mills' ministry is the conferences he holds for thousands of ministers. These started out as the Iron Sharpeneth Iron Conferences and are now dubbed Give Thyself Holy Conferences. These intensely spiritual gatherings have seen many transformations in ministries worldwide. These conferences are held annually. The Give Thyself Holy Conference has hosted some prominent speakers like Pastor Benny Hinn. The ministry of Daghuad Mills has an ever-increasing influence. From its humble origins in Accra, Ghana, the impact of this ministry has extended across the continents. Bishop Daghuad Mills travels to country after country where his distinctly anointed and yet down-to-earth messages are well sought after as they bring great stability and direction to the body of Christ worldwide.
For many years, Dagwood Mills' ministry and messages have and continue to strengthen churches and raise Christians everywhere to serve God. The ministry of Dagwood Mills is littered with several meetings with heads of states of many countries. The special grace of God upon him has given him the privilege to speak with precedence and to pray for peace, stability and prosperity for many nations in Africa. Dagwood Mills has borne tremendous fruit as a result of this strong desire to share what he knows and has experienced in ministry. The Lord instructed him through a vision to focus on authoring books. With great effort, he published his first set of books in 1997 and has not stopped since. He is a celebrated best-selling author with well over 11 million copies in print. Today, his books are read all over the world and especially loved by ministers of the gospel and church leaders worldwide. Dagwood Mills' books have become extensively used for training pastors and have been translated into several languages such as French, Spanish, Portuguese, Swahili, Chinese, Tamil, Hindi, Amharic, Russian, German, Bahasa, Latvian, Afrikaans, Korean, Malagasy, Arabic, Thai, and many more. Today, Daghewood Mills is one of the largest publishing authors in the world. The compassionate doctor-turned-pastor continues to quietly cater for the needs of many poor people. Without advertising this spiritual activity, sparked by what Jesus said in Matthew 25, Bishop Dagwood Mills founded the Lighthouse Christian Home, an orphanage in Ghana. established the Help the Helpless charity, which cares for the underprivileged and handicapped in so many ways. Braille educational material have been published for blind people in junior high schools. The ministry extends a lot of help to the deaf, the underprivileged, beggars and widows as well as caring for prisoners and rehabilitating prison cells. He founded the Lighthouse Mission Hospital, a state-of-the-art facility in Accra, which provides affordable and excellent health care to the community and gives aid to persons in deprived communities. Several times each year, the hospital staff travel to the hinterland to offer free medical care and drugs.
Bishop Daghewood Mills was a well-accomplished pastor in his home country, Ghana, for several years before sensing a call of God to begin massive evangelism in Africa and to the uttermost parts of the world. In 2004, he launched out in faith with a tent seating just 600 people. His campaigns grew to attract such phenomenal crowds under the giant tent witnessing jaw-dropping healing miracles. Tens of thousands surrendered their lives to Jesus Christ. Today, these mammoth campaigns are held with attendance figures of half a million people in one single night. He uses towering sound systems that can be heard for miles. With a plethora of amazing medical miracles witnessed during Evangelist Dad's campaigns, one can presume that God trained his own doctor and anointed him to do good and heal all manner of sicknesses in the name of Jesus. has used him to hold over 130 campaigns and by the grace of God, over 10 million souls have been won and still counting. Father, give it up to the Lord. You can do it better. Let's clap for our Father. Wow. Hallelujah. How many have been touched? And this was this was um, six years ago. Hey. There's a scripture I'm trying to look for. It says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 40 Hebrews 11 40 I want us to pray just for a few minutes for prophets you know it says that Hebrews 11 40 God having provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect so what it says is that what we are seeing is not somebody it is somebody and his 
those who are connected to him. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18, I'm giving you the premise for which we want to pray. We are just praying for one, two, three, four minutes. One minute each. Amen. In Isaiah 8 18, 8 18, look at it. It says that Behold, can we already together ready go? Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts which dwells in Mount Zion. You know, about 19 years ago I had a vision. A vision is when you have either slept or not slept. If you have slept then it's a closed vision. If you have not slept it's an open vision. And you just see something is in a flash. That's So I just saw just seconds I saw prophets standing on the planet earth. The whole planet earth. We're being in and we say, hmm? open the legs like this. And lifted his right hand and right fingers open like that. And I just, that was it. I said, ah. So I asked the Lord, what does he mean? And the Lord told me that his, he has called him as one of the few in the whole world who is going to walk in all the five, which is the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, at a very high level. And it's going to impact the whole earth. And nobody can do anything. So when the Lord showed me that, immediately, my perception of my father changed. Actually, it's far more than 22 years ago. And so, I met him one time, we were traveling and then in Nigeria. I had to tell him or remind him again that what I saw. And I remember he had put his hands around me. We had redeemed church on the site. When we got somewhere, he was with me. We were just talking and his hands were around me. You know that he's taller than me. So we were just talking and said, Chris, that's where we're going. I said, Daddy, so remember this? So I just told him, he said, ah, then he hit my back. He said, you saw it, you saw it. This is years after, years after what I saw all is happening. I believe in what I'm saying. I'm not here to make you do something that I don't believe in. I am convinced that he and his children that the Lord has given him, we are for signs and wonders. So as our daddy goes higher, we are all going higher. What the Lord is using him to do we also have a share in it. That is why when you honor him, the honor also comes to you. When you pray for him, you are praying for yourself indirectly. Because as it works, it works for us. When God uses somebody to say, God bless your father, it comes to you. Lift up your hand and begin to thank God for the life of the prophet. Pray for him just for one minute. Speak your own words. I will tell you what to say. We've watched a lot of things. We've heard a lot of things. Hands up is a sign of surrender. You're lifting up the prophet Doug. He would kneel unto the Lord. Pray from the depths of your heart. Use your own words. The Lord should bless him. The Lord should give him clarity of vision. The Lord should preserve his life. I tell you, we don't get to see the trials and the challenges and the attacks and the many, many, many struggles. At least this year we saw one of the biggest hits against our father and his wife and children when they lost their son. And that was 
one of Satan's heads, but through it all, it shook him back. God still gave him the tenacity. We are praying, God, give your servant the strength to still press on for the sake of the gospel. Give him the tenacity of the mountain goat to still persist and press on the inexorability to not give up, to not faint. Pray that God will give him more grace, more grace to lead the entire ministry. I tell you, there are different facets from six years ago as we are watching that has been added. There are different facets. There are different humanitarian um, facets that are also coming up in the name of Jesus. God is leading our Father to lead us on to different aspects of the ministry. More churches have been established. More bishops have been added. At the time, six years ago, 35 bishops. Now we have over hundreds of bishops all over the world. More church projects. More, 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 more of everything. More, more. We are saying, Lord, anoint your servant. Take him from glory to glory. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now I want us to, as our hands are still up, want to pray for his wife. How many believe that if something can touch our mother, it can also touch our daddy? It's true. You know, there's a saying, there's a saying, behind every successful man is a, a woman. I, will, I don't know how true that is, but I would want to say that besides a great man, there's usually a woman who doesn't disturb much. I'll put it in my words. Sometimes there are great people who have women who disturb, but it affects them in a way, but they still persist. But we are praying that if you have a wife that is also helping in a way, then you can even accomplish more. Let's pray for our mother, that God will anoint her to stand by our daddy. Let's pray for, he's also a bishop, she's a Episcopal sister, Adelaide Heward Mills. We are praying that God will anoint her to stand by our prophet in the name of Jesus. Can I hear prayer? We are praying for, for God to also grant her a sweet heart. God will soften her heart. God will help her to even know the needs of her husband and grant him in the name of Jesus. We don't get to see their bedroom, but she is always there with him. We are praying that God bless our mother. Bless our mother. Bless our mother. As we honor daddy, we are also honoring mommy. We pray for her, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Her teachings, the ministry that she's also involved with, oh Lord, even as a supplement to what prophet is doing, we ask, oh God, that it will also advance in the name of Jesus. We shall say, like you advance Moses and Aaron, advance prophet and ESO God in the name of Jesus. Today, as we honor your man servant, we honor all that is concerning him. We honor, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Madiga graba sulia tole remadigo shembe tambo sambiantani mikabaha ratepata kasukalima lipatoshe hekrepoto sikita rapinde santo brokos kalimandini mikabaha ratefadiato sekababa Lord many painful experiences that couples that are in the ministry go through may it Lord Father may it never happen to them in the name of Jesus we declare the minus them oh God preserve your servants oh God take them Father even high higher and higher, like you magnified Moses. Uh, magnify them, O oh God, in these our days and the days ahead, in the name of Jesus. The third prayer topic I want us to pray, I want to pray that, you know, sometimes when God gives a man of God a vision, the helpers, the helpers and the resources, the helpers and the resources can slow the person down. I want to pray that God, for the next phase of prophet's 
bless him with helpers. May you bless him with the resources. Whether it's financial resources, whatever resources it is. Lift up your voice and let's pray for prophet. That the next phase of his ministry, the vision that God has given him to advance this ministry, God should bless him with the helpers. The right people. The right people that will make things work. Some of them must be younger people that are yet to come along from different nations. We are praying the Lord, bless daddy with helpers. Bless him with the resources, the financial resources, oh God. Lord, even agents from heaven now, who would come and help in the name of Jesus. Close your eyes and pray. This is a very important part of the service. Help us, O God. In the name of Jesus. And finally, we want to pray that God will bless him. Today is our prophet's day. God will bless him with long life. Can I hear your amen? How many want daddy to live long? Look, I am a little bit, a little bit ahead of you in terms of what I can see. Okay, a little bit. If, if, God forbid, if he dies now, it will shake us back. We don't, we don't, we don't, we must, we must, if it is prayer, if it is anything we have to do to preserve him, we have to pray and preserve him for some years. I am praying that he will live up to the age that Billy Graham lived and even beyond. Billy Graham lived 99.7. Joy FM. Yes. He was just about 100 and then he died. And because he was an evangelist, it is believed that evangelists live long. Those who win souls live longer. Recently, a man in Odan died. He was close to 100 or so. He's a soul winner. He's been winning souls for years. Yes. When you win souls, your mind is on eternity. You want to go to heaven. Heaven says, no, we are, we are building machines, cities. It's not, so every time as you're winning souls, then you dream, you dream. That's why people live long. But what I will see in the brand term, but you are home. The epitome of Bompa is a young couple on two young papa. Amen. I and my children are for science. So when we pray for long life, the long life too will come to us. None of us will die before our time. Lift up your hand and pray the long life, Lord, for prophets in the name of Jesus. I want to hear prayer now. We are praying, Lord, like you blessed David, oh God, with years. 120, Lord, you blessed Moses, oh God, with years. Lord, beyond 120, Lord, bless our father with years. May he cross 100 with ease. Lord, may he never be tired, oh God. Lord, give him strength, oh God, physical strength. Lord, give him strength in his inner man, in the name of Jesus. Father, may he eat the right food, oh God. Keep his body, Lord, strong to be able to stand even in 70, 80 years and 90 preaching, Lord. He will not be in a wheelchair. In the name of Jesus, his preaching will even be stronger and with power and with authority 
Kiti, as he ages, oh God, Lemoza, the Gadabragada Zagada, Gadibriko to Zagadaba, Labadega Doza Gadibrekabaha. As we pray for long life for him, we know that all of his children are enjoying long life also. For he and his children, we are for signs and wonders. Father, bless us with long life, oh God, as you bless our Father, Lekado Shakaba, Ratiza da Sigrimoniele, Veleboto Secondelemos of Rianta Ratazika Lama. Yes, oh God of fruitfulness. May he accomplish more in the years ahead. May he accomplish more in the years ahead. May he accomplish more in the years ahead. Deliver him from things that will sway him off. In the name of Jesus. May he write more books in the years ahead. May he preach more in the years ahead. May he have more revelations in the years ahead. May he encounter Jesus in the years ahead. May he encounter more of heaven in the years ahead. We pray, oh God, let our churches everywhere do well, oh God. Because of the same anointing that is on our Father, that is resting on all of us in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let close your eyes, my brother. Don't look at those on the stage. Oh, him cry the Lord. Sing it, oh, come, Lord, oh, come, let us adore. Let's adore Jesus. Oh, come, let us Adore. As we honor one of his servants. Oh, oh God. Let us Lift up your hands to the Lord Jesus. Brother, and cost you a very 
to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed.